What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Blog Talk Radio. Take my feet, all I 
now. Well, praise God. Welcome back to another edition of Face to Face. My name is Chris Herzog, and Sean Homburg will be out of the studio tonight. We're just going to take some time and really worship the Lord tonight and spend some time in His presence. Just give you some time to let the presence of God soak in. I just wanted to let everybody know we're having some technical difficulties tonight. So our switchboard is down. Um, Our call-in number is working. (laughs) So this is the thing. We're going to be worshiping and teaching and praying tonight. Um, Our chat room on my end will not be up, but if you guys can get in there and chat away, feel free. Feel free to check us out on the website, www. Dot prayerinternational.org. Of course, if you want to send in prayer requests, we're at prayerinternational at gmail.com. So we are having some issues tonight. You know, one thing I've learned, when you go forward in the things of God, the enemy does not take it lightly. He doesn't stop fighting. You know, warfare always surrounds the birth of a miracle. And, you know, last night we were talking about the warfare of worship. We've just had so much opposition today, uh, just in the technical realm. We've had cell phones go out, two computers go out, one cell phone go out, literally, in the last 24 hours. And so we're praising God. We know no weapon formed or fashioned against us is going to prosper. And even though at times our enemy knocks us down, he doesn't knock us out. And so tonight we just want to go before the Lord, want to lift up everybody, every man, every woman, every child, every teenager listening tonight. We just want to pray that the will of God would be done in your life and that the kingdom of God would come. We just want to pray that God would reveal himself in his love and in his mercy to you and that you would have a revelation of the love of God, that you would know the love of God. You would know the peace of God that passes all understanding. You would rule your hearts and minds by Christ Jesus. So that, that the joy of the Lord would be your strength. And so we just want to pray for the kingdom of God to come just as it is in heaven. We pray that it would be in the earth where you stand, where you're sitting, in your home, in your car, in your office, wherever you're at, at your computer. Listen, we pray that the glory of God would fill the earth where you're at, wherever you're at, that that place, that the atmosphere of the place that you're at would be filled and supercharged with the glory of God in the atmosphere of heaven. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we pray for the fire of God. We pray for the fire of the Holy Spirit to touch every person tonight, Father, that you would touch them in their body. That, Father, we come against every sickness and disease. Father, we take you at your word. Your word says that by your stripes we are healed. Your word says that according to our faith, be it unto us, that if we believe it, if we can speak it, we can have it. You said that as a man thinks in his heart, so he is. And as we begin to meditate on your healing, as we begin to meditate on your promises, as we begin to meditate on your goodness, Father, we know that it will be 
unto us according to our faith, according to your word, let it be unto us. So, Father, we pray for every person listening to us. Father, our Facebook family, we ask you to touch them, that you would restore marriages, restore parent-child relationships. Father, that you would bring back the, the prodigal sons and daughters, Lord. Father, that you would bring back those that are backslidden and running, those that are running from the house of God, that, Father, you would bring them back into the house of God. Father, that you would move in power and demonstration. Father, we're not coming with the wisdom of man tonight. We're not coming, Lord, with just some ear-tickling message. But, Father, we're coming and we're declaring that you're a God that answers by fire, that you are real and you are good and your mercy endures forever. And, Father, we just declare tonight in the name of Jesus, Father, that no weapon formed or fashioned against us is going to prosper. We begin to declare that everyone listening tonight is going to apprehend the promises of God. They're going to lay hold of the inheritance of God for their lives. That through faith and patience, through faith and patience, through faith and patience, they're going to inherit the promises of God. So, Father, make us a faithful people. Lord, we know you're faithful even when you're not. We thank you for it. But, Lord, make us a people of faith. Make us a people that are wholeheartedly sold out to you, desperately seeking you, Father. And so, Lord, we thank you tonight, Father, for what you're doing. By the power of your Holy Spirit, touching every body, touching every mind, blessing every business, blessing every ministry tonight, those that are listening that have Blog Talk Radio programs, those that are on Blog Talk Radio or other ministry websites, or other ministers with churches and, and different assignments that you've given them. Father, we bless them in their assignments. We pray that they would be activated and supercharged with faith to take on the assignment of God and that, Father, the wisdom of God and the understanding that the eyes of their understanding would be flooded with light, that they would know the hope. They would know the hope of their calling. So we just thank you, Father. We just thank you, Father. Well, listen, if you have prayer requests tonight, our phone lines are down, so you can't really call in. But if you want to email us, we're at Prairie International at gmail.com. If you want to go to the website, we're at www.prayerinternational.org. I will say this. I'm not in the chat room. We're not in the chat room tonight, but we do have people in the chat room more than likely. I can't see it, but usually every night we have anywhere from 2 to 20 people popping in and out of that chat room. So if you want to connect with your Christian family, I'm sure there's usually some able ministers in there that are more than confident to deliver the word of God and pray for you and declare the word of God over you or to counsel and befriend you and just help encourage your walk. We just want to encourage that. If you're listening to archive messages and you want to get involved or contact us somehow, listen, at a later date, you can always call 619-638-8458. Tonight, the phone lines are kind of messed up. But we're going to make ourselves available. And, of course, we are trying. We've had a lot of Things come against us this week. But, you know, we know that even though when we're hard-pressed on every side, listen, we know he's the one. He's the one that's our hope. He's the one that's our promise. He's the one that walks us through the fire, even when the fiery furnace is seven times hotter than a regular fire. And when the trials and the pressure of life become seven times harder than they normally are, listen, 
God will walk you through it. When your enemies come at you, they'll flee before you seven ways because God will walk you through it. Praise God. We just bless you tonight. We just bless you tonight in the name of Jesus. Just bless you tonight in the name of Jesus.
Praise God, we're back. Another edition of Face to Face. My name is Chris Herzog, and Sean Holmberg is actually out of the studio tonight. We're having a few difficulties. Uh, our switchboard is not up, so we're working through the music situation. And uh, not sure if people are calling in because we can't see if they're calling in or not. Right now we've got our chat room open And people are in and out of there What I know even when I'm not in there I know there are people in and out of there So feel free to log on And check out our chat room You'll have to sign in Usually ask for a nickname or some type of name If you want to get involved And interact with the people in the chat room Get some prayer, some fellowship Right now we're taking prayer requests On our email And uh of course, we're just praying for different requests that have come in throughout the, the days and nights uh, via Facebook, and Blog Talk Radio, Blogger.com. And you can reach us at www.prayerinternational. www.prayerinternational.org. 
praise God. You know, it's good just to take some time to praise God. Last night we talked about the weapons, spiritual weapons. One of those weapons being the blood of Jesus. The other one that we really emphasized and went into last night. The power of praise, you know, the, the warfare that's in worship. Of course, you've heard many nights we've talked about the Word of God, the sword of the Spirit, the Word of God. Of course, we've done quite a bit of teaching on the Word of God over the last 30 days or so on the program, which, of course, is the most effective weapon in your life, the most effective weapon that you could possibly have in your spiritual arsenal is the Word of God. You know, Jesus used the Word to defeat the enemy, actually, the first time around, Eve used the word to defeat the enemy in his first uppercut, for his first jab. She got the word out after him, and then Jesus, of course, every time the enemy came at him, he got the word out. And if you begin to study the saints of old, the men and women of faith and the word of God, they were constantly standing, constantly declaring proclaiming and adhering to the word of God. And you know, if you're going to defeat the enemies in your life, whether they be circumstances, whether they be adverse situations with people, you know, whether it be, you know, a, a relational occupational thing, it could be something on your job or something in your home, it could be something with your spouse or your children or your parents. You know, it could be something in the financial realm or something in the health realm. The enemy will try to raise up circumstances. We we'll see what he does. His his greatest weapon against us is really our ignorance. You see, when we're ignorant of the Word of God, when we're not sure of the hope of God, when we're not positive of the promises of God, then there's a doubt, there's a there's a breach there, there's an uneasiness and maybe a double mindedness even at times. When you're not standing on God's word, when you're not choosing to believe God's word, there's another word, there's another idea, there's another voice that comes into the picture. You see you're either listening to the voice of God or you're listening to the voice of the stranger, the voice of your father, or the voice of your enemy, adversary, the voice of the intercessor, Jesus, or the voice of the accuser of the brethren, the accuser. So whose voice are you listening to? Because you live by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. And the way you handle the word of God the way you respect the Word of God, the honor and the priority and the place that you put the Word of God and God's Word in your life will determine the way that God puts you in order, the way that God puts you in honor, the way that God puts you in blessing. You see, your reaction to God's Word will actually determine God's reaction to you. And we're not just talking about the Bible. Although I believe the Bible is the foundation, is the, 
the thread is the the standard, if you will, for everything that happens in God. God said he exalts his word above himself. Now, we're not to make an idol, and we're not to worship the Bible. We're to worship Jesus. We're to worship God, Jehovah, the God who wrote the Bible through men by the power of the Holy Spirit. We're to give honor and honor God's word, but we're not to worship him. We're to worship God, the speaker of the word, the orator of the word, the influencer of the word, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, God. And that's what it's all about, giving glory and honor to God, giving glory and honor to God. And the way we do that is by honoring his word, by putting faith, in the cross, faith in the blood, faith in what his son has done. Listen, Christ did not die in vain. The blood of Christ was not shed in vain. But if you're going to be effective and you're fighting against the enemy, you've got to have a revelation. You've got to have an impartation. You've got to have an experience. You've got to have an understanding. You've got to have some type of knowing how effectual and how powerful, how the working of that blood is, not only the day it was shed on Calvary, but even today that blood is still speaking. It has to be a revelation in your life if you're going to have an overcoming life. Why are you overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word, the word of your testimony, which is nothing more than praising God and declaring, hey, Look what the Lord has done for me. That's the word of your testimony, is being able to give an account, being able to declare where your blessed life, where your hope, where your joy, where your peace, where your strength comes from, where your health comes from. And you should be able to say like the psalmist, my health comes from the Lord, the maker of the heaven and earth. Praise God. Prayer International Radio, we're just letting the Word speak, let the Spirit speak, praying, declaring, worshiping, praising, giving glory and honor and thanks to God. Why? There's a there's a warfare in worship. There's a power in praise. And if you're going to effectively defeat your enemy, you better get the high praises of God in your mouth and get a two-edged sword, which is the Word of God, in your hand, get it in your heart, hide it in your heart so you don't sin against them. Maybe you say, yeah, we've heard you say this before. We hear this all the time. Listen, then do it. Do it. Do it. And teach others to do it. Listen, if you're listening to the voice of God, if you're listening to God, you should be having an overcoming life. I'm not saying everything's going to be perfect. I'm not saying you're going to do everything perfect. And I'm not saying you're never going to go through situations. You're never going to go through tests and trials. Listen, every day I'm faced with tests and trials and schemes of the enemy and and attacks and circumstances and things that want to come at at my wife and I and and our family and our, our finance, our situation. Every day we're faced with a decision to choose the Lord. Every day we're faced with a decision who we're going to believe, 
times when you're laying on the mat after the enemy has knocked you out, knocked the breath out of you. And you get weary. You get, you know, you just have to shake it off. Sometimes we get even disillusioned. Sometimes we get disappointed. Sometimes we get discouraged. But listen, it's time that we get disgusted with our enemy and get disgusted with sin and get disgusted with our own shortcomings and begin to put our faith in the Lord and say, Lord, look, the Bible says it's not by works of righteousness, but it's a gift of God. It's a gift of grace. It's a gift of faith. It's a gift of his son named Jesus Christ who shed his blood on Calvary. Listen, he's not still hanging on the cross. He's not still in the grave. But he is alive. And his spirit is moving. His spirit is speaking. He is speaking to his people. And he is calling those that are here. Calling the men and women. Calling the children. Calling the youth. In fact, there's people all over the world. In Canada and America and and in Muslim countries, the Eastern countries and different places that, that have never even heard the gospel through the mouth of a preacher. But God is visiting his people in dreams, in vision, in person, through angels, through his glory and his presence, just invading the earth. But I'm here to tell you that God is raising up men and women. God is raising up children. God is raising up the youth, not only in this nation, but around the nations of the earth. He's raising up a movement. A movement of prayer, a movement of praise, a movement of worship, a 24-7. Non-stop, night and day, continual incense on the altar where people are giving their lives. People are laying down their lives. People are sacrificing, giving up their time and giving up their everything that they have to spend their time worshiping and spend their time praying and spend their time declaring the purposes of God into the earth, spending their time in the presence and the glory of God so that they could go and release, go and release that presence. See, we're supposed to go release that presence. We're not supposed to just sit on our blessed assurance and keep it to ourselves, but we're to be carriers of his glory and go out into the earth and release what the Lord is doing in us, what the Lord is doing in us. We're to release it into the earth. And whatever the Lord's doing in you, God is calling you to give an account. Tell somebody, what, what's the Lord done? What has the Lord done? It's so easy. All the time I, I catch myself complaining, murmuring. I catch myself getting down and destroyed. I can talk so easy about what the enemy's done or or how crazy things are getting sometimes. But listen, God says, hey, be thankful, be grateful. Enter his courts with thanksgiving. Enter his courts with praise. Well, what does that mean? That means we have to have a, a testimony, a praise, 
How are you going to tell somebody your testimony if God never gave you a test to walk through and he didn't deliver you from something? How are you going to testify of healing if you didn't get sick, right? It was so easy to to talk about when we were sick and, and this and that. But what about what the Lord has done? What about focusing on all the times the Lord heals us? And when we're down and out that, that our family members and loved ones, some of them are unsaved or not where they should be with God, or maybe we're not where we should be with God. And a lot of times we spend that time looking at ourselves as Christians, we just examine ourselves, and it's so easy to get down on the negative. But we need to begin to remind ourselves who we are, who we are in him, and who is he in us, who is our God. What has he done for us? You know, even if you've got one thing to praise him for, just hold on to it and praise him every day for it. Praise him every day for it. Praise him every day for that one thing that the Lord's done for you. And listen, it will begin to spring up a faith. Because once you realize the Lord's done this for me, the Lord did this for me, the Lord did that for me, the Lord brought me through that situation. The Lord brought my loved one or my family or my friends through that situation. Or I watch, I prayed and I watched the answer to my prayer. When it happens one time, when you have one answered prayer in your life from the least to the greatest, listen, that, that'll tell you God answers prayer. When you have one encounter with God from the least to the greatest, Maybe it was salvation. Maybe that's all you know is Jesus saved you. Jesus forgave you. Jesus loved you. Maybe you haven't even met the Holy Ghost yet. But if all you can do is say, thank you, Jesus, I, I, I got saved. Thank you, Jesus, you gave your life for me. Thank you, Jesus, I, I can have eternal life if I... If I give my life to you and put my faith in your blood and in the cross and in what you did. If that's all you have to be thankful for. Or maybe you don't, you don't even know that. Maybe you just get up every day and you breathe. Maybe you actually get to get up every day. Maybe you actually get to stand up and walk every day. And how we how how many times do we take that for granted? We don't even think to be thankful for that. And you wonder, what am I talking about? I'm talking about being thankful. I'm talking about praise. Learning to praise God. Learning to thank God. Even for the little things. Listen, I'm the worst of anybody when it comes to complaining and murmuring. And God is constantly having to give me a... Just a... Whatever you want to call it. Just point me in a different direction and say, look. Stop complaining. Stop murmuring. And praise me. Thanks. Be thankful. Be grateful. And you see, if you want to dwell in the courts of the Lord, if you want to get through those big gates, the Bible says you enter his gates with thanksgiving. And you enter his courts with praise. And you come before his presence with singing. And that's how we get a hold of God. That's how 
God gets a hold of us. When you can open up your heart to Jesus, let's talk about Jesus. We, we talk a lot, I like the Psalms, so you'll hear me talk a lot about the Psalms on this broadcast because I, I love the Psalms. Of course, people say, oh, that's Old Testament, brother. <laughs> yeah, it is. But you know, Jesus spent 90% of what Jesus declared 90% of what Jesus declared in the New Testament, he actually quoted the Old Testament. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. 90% of what Jesus quoted, notice I said quoted. Or let's change it. Okay. 90% of what Jesus said, he quoted from the Old Testament. So what does that tell you? When you read the red, you're reading the Old Testament, too. So, for all you New Testament Christians, I just thought I'd put that in there for you. Yeah, when you read the red, that's what Jesus said. Amen. And Jesus spent a lot of time declaring what the prophets said reiterating what Moses said and what David said and Isaiah said and many more. So anyways, I just threw that in there. But listen. The Psalms say come before his presence. If you're going to get a hold of God, if you're going to draw near to God, you've got to be thankful. You've got to be grateful. Listen, even, even the children of, of Israel, they didn't get into the promised land. Why? They murmured and complained. What about the ones that choked on the quail? Why? They murmured and complained. What about the one disciple that didn't make it, Judas? You know why he didn't make it? It was full of murmuring and complaining. You know what I know? Had to be. He always had his mind on money. And believe me, I've been in seasons of my life when you get your mind on money, you find yourself stressed out, clamoring, and complaining. And this guy was a treasurer. In fact, he wasn't a good one. He was trading silver and, you know, doing things he shouldn't have been doing with the money. And Anyways, that's a different subject. That's a different story. We won't get off of that. But we're talking about thankfulness, thankfulness, gratefulness. We just want you to be thankful. So that weapon of praise, that weapon of worship, that weapon to defeat your enemy is a very powerful weapon, praise and worship, which leads us into the other one, thankfulness. Thank You know, thankfulness is a weapon. You know, gratitude is a weapon. Yeah. When you begin to thank God and praise God, see, the Bible says that we're going to rise up like an army with a high praise of God in our mouth and a two-edged sword in our hands. Why do you think God sent the praisers, the worshipers, the banner wavers, and the temple dancers, and the instrument players, and the singers out on the battlefield before the armies? Did you know that? The front line, think about this, we would never do that in our day, right? But the front line 
the front line was the worship team. And they sent them out in the middle of the battlefield worshiping God. They didn't load them down with guns. They didn't load them down with knives and sticks and stones. And they may have been carrying those things, but you know what they they went up there wholeheartedly, exuberantly worshiping God like a giant parade, like a pageant for God. And you know what? The presence of God came. The angels of God showed up. And there were times when he, the, the army didn't even have to fight their enemy. They didn't even have to go into battle because they spent their time praying and worshiping so much that the angel of God would come out and slay the whole army. All because of the prayer and the praise had nothing to do with the actual battle. Because the prayer and the praise is what won the victory already. If you'll spend your life in prayer, spend your life in gratefulness and thankfulness and gratitude towards God, then you will have the victory on the inside. And every battle that you face, every enemy that you face, you'll send him with his tail tucked between his legs. And they may knock you to the mat once or twice, They may knock you to the mat once or twice, but they're not going to knock you out. You know why? Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is the Holy Spirit of God within you. God says he'll do exceedingly abundantly above all that you could ask for things according to the power that worketh in you. What does that mean? There's power in you. The same spirit that raised Jesus Christ from the dead dwells inside of you. I can keep going. There's more, plenty, plenty more scripture to back that up. Jesus said, I'm going to go away. But when I do, I'll leave you a comforter. And the comforter will come. He'll lead you into all truth for my name's sake. And what else is he going to do? He'll cause you to do greater works than me. What does that mean? Well, Jesus told the disciples, the mere men, remember these were men. They didn't have... They didn't have any divinity in them whatsoever. But God told these men, freely receive, freely give. Go cast out devils. Raise the dead. Cleanse the leper. He said, go preach the word and I'll confirm my word with signs following. In my name I'll cast out devils, speak in their tongues, go lay hands on the sick. And they should be healed. Sometimes that's hard for us to swallow. That's hard for us to understand because that just doesn't even sound right to the carnal mind. Well, the Bible says the mind is unfruitful of the things of the spirit. And if you're not worshiping God in spirit, if you're not getting this by the spirit, you're not getting it. All you're getting is some dead religion in your head. The Bible says the things of God are spiritually discerned, and those that are sons and daughters of the Most High God, they're led by the Spirit of God, and that when we receive the Spirit of God, we are His. And so open up your heart tonight, wherever you're at in your process. You can open up your heart. Maybe you just got saved. Maybe you've never been saved. Maybe you've been saved 20 years or 20 months. Maybe you pastor a mega church, or maybe you backslid and got kicked out of the church. 
But you know what? Jesus loves you. And he'll give you a chance to repent now and make it right now. Just turn. Turn back to him. Don't run from God. Run to God. Only a fool thinks he can make it in God's world without God. Only a fool has said in his heart there is no God. Those aren't my words. Those are Jesus' words. Those are the Bible words. The words of God. The words that we live by. And so, praise God, even when we stumble, God will be there to pick us up. And even when we have obstacles in our way, praise God, he'll keep our feet from slipping. He'll keep our feet from stumbling. And even though, you know, I know the Bible says he'll give his angels charge over you. We don't even dash our foot against the stone, but I have to say I've stubbed my toe a time or two. But I believe those were some of the times in my life when I was not walking where the Lord wanted me to walk. Not doing exactly what the Lord wanted me to do. Or maybe I wasn't focused on what God wanted me to focus on. I don't know. But listen, wherever you're at in your walk, however many times you've stumbled, however many times you've fallen, however many times you've missed it or blown it or messed it up, there's mercy and grace. There's forgiveness in the cross. But you've got to come to him. You can't just let it be. You can't just let it lie. See, repentance isn't a bad thing. Repentance just means to turn around and go the other way. Turn from the way, the wrong direction or the foolish direction or the destructive direction or whatever direction you're headed when you hear the word repent, that means turn around and go the opposite way. And if you're walking away from God, well, then you need to repent because you should be walking to Him. The Bible says if you submit to God, the first step in that is resisting the devil and he will flee. And then submit to God and then draw near to God and he will draw near to you. And then it says purify your hearts, you double-minded. What does that mean? It means don't be double-minded. Pretty simple. Why does it say that? Because, see, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. It's hard to receive from the Lord. You see, it's hard to receive healing when you're constantly speaking sickness. It's hard to receive financial blessing when you're constantly speaking poverty. It's hard to walk in faith when you're always in fear and doubt. And so see, double-mindedness. You see, if you want a smooth path and a straight path for your feet to walk in, but you're constantly making things crooked, well, then there's a conflict of interest. You see, if there's a flood that's flooding over you and you want to be on dry ground, then you don't come running with a bucket of water. If you got a fire, you don't hand somebody some gasoline to put it out. You see, there's sometimes we have a consternation 
in the spirit. Sometimes we have a conflict of interest in the spirit. A lot of times we get so caught up in the things of the world that they choke out the word of God within us. A lot of times we start seeing the the report of man and the enemy's report, and we start getting focused on the cares of the world. And then all of a sudden the promises of God seem to be faint in the distance, and we become kind of hopeless, and we become despairing. And, and that's the process. That's what the enemy does. He tries to make us ignorant of the promises of God. He tries to make us forgetful of who we are in Christ. He tries to make us fearful that we might actually miss it or mess it or blow it. But the Father wants us to rejoice tonight. And He wants us to remember what He's done for us. Remember how He loves us. Remember how He's blessed us. No matter where you're at in life, no matter how crazy or crappy things may seem. That's right, I said it. No matter how crazy or crappy things may seem in your life right now, or no matter how wonderful and blessed things may seem, you need to praise God. You need to worship God. You need to be thankful. You need to remind yourself who you are and who He is in your life so that you can have the victory. That you can have the victory. So that you can have the victory. So this is Prayer International Radio. We're just going tonight until we can't go anymore. 12 o'clock, we're shutting it down. Maybe before, I don't know. Whenever the Spirit says, we're done, we're done. We tell you to call in, but we can't answer our phone calls. So don't call in tonight. But I'll tell you what, if you want to check us out on the website or send a prayer request or you want to contact the least, we're www.prayerinternational. www.prayer, international, I-N-T-E-R-N-A-T-I-O-N-A-L. All lowercase. www.prayerinternational.org. Of course, you can reach us by email, website. The chat room's open, but we're not in there. But there are people in there, I'm sure, because every night we've got a few. And you know our spiritual family's growing. We want to bless you blog talk radio ministers that are digging and breaking ground. You're, you're ministering. Those of you that have churches, those of you that are parents to, to families, those of you that are single parents, those of you that are single but don't have any kids, don't have any, hey, you're doing what you can for God. Listen, the Lord's your husband. The Lord's your, your spouse. And he'll, he's got somebody prepared for you. He's got somebody wonderful for you. You just need to trust him. Get to know him. Trust that everything works together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. Hey, we're worshiping the Lord tonight. We're being thankful. We're getting an attitude of gratitude. So we just encourage you to do the same. Hey, Jesus said, Father, forgive us our trespasses as we forgive. So don't uh, don't be mad at somebody tonight. Don't don't hold any bitterness in your heart. Don't hold any hate in your heart tonight. Release 
those things in your heart that are that are like arrows that are like burdens that are like heavy boulders that you've been carrying around, like the weight, the ball and chain, the weight, whatever you want to call them. Look, it's holding you back. It's holding you back. And if you want everything you want in God, if you want everything He wants for you, you've got to lay aside every weight and every sin that easily besets you. And look unto Jesus, the author and finisher of your faith. Praise God. Let's worship. You were made to worship. I was made to worship. We were made to worship God. So let's worship our God. We're going to take a praise break. Isn't that great? A praise break. Everybody needs a praise break. Look, when everything gets crazy in your life, and you feel like you can't breathe and anxiety is just overwhelming you, go take a praise break. Go sit at his feet. This is Prayer International Radio. We'll be back in a few. Until then, just chill out. Let the Holy Spirit wash over you. Let the fire of God touch you. Let the healing power of God touch your body tonight. Listen, he's healing bodies right now. He's going into rooms right now, going into houses. He's stepping into cars right now. He's stepping into everywhere this broadcast is being listened to. And the Holy Spirit is brooding over you right now with his power and his presence and his glory. Just receive. Just receive his fire. Receive his love. Thank you. 
Praise God, we're back. Prayer International Radio. This is another edition of Face to Face. And my name is Chris Herzog, and I'm your host. We probably get about half an hour, maybe a little more on the show. So we're going to go into a time of prayer. If you have any prayer requests, feel free to email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com or you can go to the website www.prayerinternational.org. All right, praise God. Well, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, Lord, just ask, Lord, that you would touch every person listening. Father, you would touch every person listening. And we just thank you, Father God, for what you're doing. We thank you for what you're doing, Lord. And we just pray for your love, Father God, to begin to touch. For your love to begin to touch every person listening, Lord. That the Father's love, that the Father's love, the love of the Father. The peace which passes all understanding would rule their hearts and minds by Christ Jesus. She can plant that word into their hearts. Cover them in the blood of Jesus Christ. Teach them how to use your blood as an effective weapon, Father. Lord, you'd make them people who would hallow your name and consecrate and set you apart, Lord. A people that would praise you and thank you, Father. Be thankful with an attitude of gratitude. Lord, cause us, Father, to be right with you, Father. Cause us to be focused on you and constantly grateful for everything you've done in our lives. Father, help us to not murmur and complain. Lord, help us to walk in the character of Christ. Lord, help us to walk with the praise of God in our mouth, with the word of God in our hearts. Father, I pray that you would touch every man, every woman listening tonight, Father, and raise up the character of Christ in their lives, the fruit of the Spirit, the love, the joy, the peace, the patience, the mercy, the goodness, the long-suffering, the self-control, kindness, the gentleness. Fill them with your Spirit, Lord. Fill me with your Spirit. Fill us all with your Spirit. With a holy boldness, with a holy fire, and a desire for you, a desire for you, Lord, to preach your word and declare. Look what the Lord has done. Look what the Lord has done. To be ready to give an account of everything. That we've been rejoicing in you, Father. 
and rest in you, O oh God, that all anxiety would go in Jesus' name. All anxiety go in Jesus' name. Bodies are being healed right now. The Spirit of God is coming over you right now. There's a fire of the Holy Spirit that's touching you. You're believing God. You're seeking out His Spirit. He is drawing near to you. He is drawing near to you. He is drawing near to you. And he's brooding over you. He's singing over you tonight. The Lord is singing over you, his children, tonight. Rejoicing. He's rejoicing. Rejoice with him. Rejoice with him. Rejoice with him. Let the Holy Spirit set you free in your mind tonight. You've been restless. You can't sleep at night. God's bringing peace over your mind, over your body. Sweet sleep in Jesus' name. Right now we speak to those tumors. Right now we speak to those cancers. Go in Jesus' name. There's a blood of Jesus that speaks against you. Right now, Father, we pray for Steve. He's in the Texas Correctional Facility. Right now, we speak to his body. We pray against the hepatitis and declare healing and wholeness in his body. Intercessors pray for Steve in the Texas Correctional Facility, I believe in Livingston, Texas. We're believing for the power of the Holy Spirit to hit him and those men, to fill those men and to fill him, to heal his body. We're believing for revival to break out in the prisons, revival to break out in the jails, revival to break out in the hospital, that there's virtue, there's healing power. Intercessors pray. Right now, we just pray for your marriages to be restored. We pray for your children to come home and to get off drugs and alcohol, those that are bound, those that are addicted, those that are living with excess in their life. Maybe it's a food, maybe it's an eating issue. Maybe it's a food thing. Maybe it's not just drugs or alcohol. Maybe it's uh, gossip. Maybe you're a gossiper. Maybe you are full of pride and you're just a religious modern-day Pharisee that has a form of godliness, but there's no love, there's no power. There's no mercy. Come on, Christian. If you're a Christian tonight, you should have love. You should have power. You should have a sound mind. You should have mercy. And be a merciful, be compassionate. 
Be forgiving. Oh, we all need help. I need help. Help me, Lord. Help me, Lord. Be compassionate. Help me. Be forgiving. Help us all, Father. You said they would know we were Christians by our love. God is pouring out tonight. Don't let him pass you by. Reach out like the woman in the crowd. Look, Jesus was walking through a crowd, being hard-pressed on every side. I mean, there was a multitude just thronging themselves on him. And he was just, it would be like being in a rock concert or something, where you just have people everywhere. I don't know if you've had that experience. And so here's Jesus with hundreds, maybe thousands of people all around him. I don't I don't know. And in the midst of it, right there, he cries out, Who touched it? You see, even though everybody was around, there was one that was in the crowd, one that was in the crowd that had a hunger, had a desire. She was willing to throw it all away no matter what. She knew if she could just touch the hem of his garment, if he could, she could just get her hands on him, just, just get a hold of him, just for a brief moment, just the hem, just the, the little piece of clothing that was touching him, that she would be whole. You see, God recognizes persistence. He recognizes the hunger. He recognizes pursuit. You say, yeah, well, there's tons of needy people out there. There's tons of hungry people, sick people, people with financial needs. Yes, there are. But God doesn't meet needs. He meets faith. He meets pursuit. He meets hunger. You've got to be willing to run after. You've got to be willing to press through the crowd to get to Jesus if you want your miracle. You've got to be like Jacob who wrestled with an angel and said, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. You've got to be like the man that was willing to get lowered through the roof so that he could hear Jesus tell him to take up his bed and walk. How many roofs have you torn through to get to the house of God? How many windows have you crawled through so that you could hear the word of the Lord? How many lines have you stood in for hours on end just waiting for the doors to open because you were hungry? And it's not the it's not the person, it's not the events, it's the faith, it's the persistence that God's looking for. It's the what are you willing to give up? What are you willing to let go of? What are you willing to grab hold of? What are you willing to do and go through to get to me? That's what God wants to know. How hungry are you? How hungry are you? How thirsty are you? Are you willing to press through the crowd? Are you willing to press through the crowd? You see, we've got to press. If you want a miracle, you've got to learn to press in. If you want a healing, you've got to press in. If you want your promise, if you want everything God gave, 
everything God intended for you, everything God declared over you. Listen, saints. Listen, Christian. Listen, friend. You've got to press. You've got to run after him. How determined are you for the presence of the Lord? How desperate are you for God? How hungry are you for your miracle, for your healing? You don't have to look to a man. You don't have to look to a preacher. You don't have to look to a faith healer. Now, God might use a man or a woman in your life to bring a word or a healing or a touch from God. That's true. I will say that he most definitely does do that. But you can call out to him wherever you're at. You can cry out to him wherever you're at. You can begin to start your pursuit of him wherever you're at. Because he's waiting for you to call. Call unto me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things that you do not know. That's Jeremiah 33.3. Are you after him? Are you after God? Are you after him tonight? Do you run after him? Do you long after him? This is Prayer International Radio. Open up your heart. Open up your heart tonight. Thank you. 
Praise God. I just want to pray for you guys, everybody listening tonight. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let the Spirit of God touch your heart. Father, in the name of Jesus. Pray that you would touch every person tonight, Lord. Spirit of God, tune their hearts to you. Tune their hearts to you. Tune their hearts to you, Lord. Show them how to hear your voice. Let them be sensitive to your faintest whispers. Give him ears to hear. The Bible says he that has an ear to hear. Let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Don't harden your heart. Don't harden your heart. Don't harden your heart. It's okay to guard your heart. Just don't harden it. If you're going to keep it soft, you've got to let the love of Christ, love of Christ with the Spirit of God, you're going to work you over. Soften it. Soften it. Soften it. Like a wineskin. So you don't bust. So you don't bust. God wants to fill you up and, and use the oil of the Holy Spirit to soften you. So that you can be a wineskin that contains the new wine. The new wine of the Spirit. The new wine. The joy of the Lord is your strength. The love of God what anchors you. The hope of God just acres. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let the Holy Spirit touch you tonight. You know, it's just a different night tonight. We're just letting God do whatever He wants to do. 
We're not going to drop back because we've got technical difficulties. We're not going to drop back because our switchboard's down. We're not going to drop back because we can't get into the chat room. Listen, we're going forward. We're pressing in. We're pressing in. We're pressing in. We're going forward. We're not drawing back. It doesn't matter that the computer don't work. It doesn't matter. Listen, God says he has no pleasure in them that draw back. And you've got to go forward in the things of God. Listen, don't worry about that mountain. Speak to it. Speak to it. Speak to it. Speak to it. Speak to your mountain in Jesus' name. If God closes the door, ask him to open up another one. He's good at that. He's a good God. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. For the Father of life. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich and it adds no sorrow to you. It's just goodness. It's just goodness. Goodness. Your Father loves to give good gifts to his children. It's your Father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. Think about that. And your father, if you ask for bread, he won't give you a stone. If you ask for a serpent, he won't give you an egg. Come on. And if you ask for the Holy Spirit, oh, I said it backwards. My wife's correcting me. It's so good to have a wife. If you ask for an egg, he won't give you a serpent. Thank you. She's got to keep me in check. Praise God. Hey. Praise God for a good thing. That's all I have to say. She's my good thing. All right. Well, hey, if you ask for the Holy Spirit, he's not going to give you a devil. He's going to give you the Holy Spirit. Why? Because he's a good God. It's the Spirit of Christ, the Spirit of Christ. And if you don't have the Spirit of Christ, you're none of his. Oh, you can have a religious spirit. I don't want one. You can have it if you want to. The Bible says the traditions of men have made the word of God in them the fact. There's people that honor him with their lips, but their hearts are far from him. And I don't want to be like that. Look, there's modern-day Pharisees out there that are worried about every wind of doctrine and itching ears. They want to tickle the ears. They just want to tell you this and that, and there's no cross behind it. There's no blood on the carpet of their church. If there's no blood, if they don't get any blood of Jesus on the carpet, I don't want to go to their church. You know, Praise God. I think we're back. Sorry about that. We're having some major issues tonight with everything. So, praise God. So, like I was saying, if they don't get blood on the carpet, we don't want to go to their church. If they don't preach the cross, if they don't hide themselves in the cross, look, if your Christianity has nothing to do with the cross, come on. It's it's just dead religion. If your Christianity has nothing to do with the blood of Jesus, you've completely 
It's like going to a barbecue with no meat. Come on, guys. I mean, how many barbecues have you enjoyed where they served salad and that's it? Just a couple pieces of bread, put put some mustard on it, load it up with the onion and the pickle and the lettuce and the tomato. And right when you get ready for that burger, they say, there's no meat at this barbecue. There's no burgers here. So how are you going to go into church and claim to have Christianity and you're not going to preach the cross and you're not going to preach the blood of Jesus and you're going to talk about salvation is some deal that's void of the blood of Jesus and void of the work of the cross. It's like going to a barbecue without meat. Anyways, just had to give you an illustration. I'm not one of these illustration preachers, so I thought I'd try to work into it a little bit. So there you go. And eventually we'll get a little humor on our show, but we'll pray it. So pray hard. If you want some humor on our show, you better pray. Because we just kind of shoot straight. We don't beat around the bush here at Prayer International. You know? And if we do, it's a burning bush. Praise God. Fire of the Lord. That's the only bush we want to beat around is the burning bush. The holy fire of God where the voice of God is proceeding out of it and leading us in the way that we should go. So we encourage you, if you're going to beat around a bush, make sure it's that kind of a bush. Well, praise God. Look, I think it's time to pray. Actually, it's always time to pray. The Word of God says pray without ceasing. Pray continually. We're going to go into a time of prayer where we can ask the Lord to bless you tonight. Look, I hope the Word of God blessed your heart tonight. I hope God spoke to you, and I hope that the presence of God set your heart free and worked in your body and began to conform you into the image of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I pray that the music blessed your heart tonight. You know, it's one thing that we want to stress. Let me change that word. We're not about stress. We we want no stress, stress-free environment. One thing we want to focus on here at Prayer International is that attitude of worship. You know, there's not a lot of places where you can go get into a river and drink freely. There's not a lot of places where you can find a place where the glory dwells, and we want to become that. And you know how we become that? Is we are living stones. The Bible says we're living stones that are fit together, joined together to become a holy habitation of the living God that will rise and grow and increase to become a spiritual resting place for the Most High God. And that's what we are. You're just one brick in the wall. You're just one stone in the wall of God. And look, it takes all of us. The Bible says where two or three are gathered, there I am in the midst. That's why we call him our Father. Jesus would have said my Father, and he would have had every right to do so by saying my Father in heaven. And and he would have been right. But listen, he wanted us all to share in the benefits of sonship, in the benefits of being children, sons and daughters of the Most High God. And listen, you have a loving father tonight. And if you don't, you have one in, in God. You have one through the gift of Jesus. You have one through the blood of the cross. You can enter in. You can have access in. Listen. Just ask him tonight. 
Open up your heart. Maybe you're listening for the first time. Maybe you've got your own radio show, and you're just checking us out. Maybe you found us on the Internet. Maybe you saw us on Facebook, and you thought, what in the heck is this? Listen, God loves you, and he's got a plan for your life. Maybe you're in ministry, but you what we're saying to you just seems so foreign. You know, what we're saying to you just doesn't even seem possible. It doesn't even seem real. It doesn't even seem right. Because you've never had that encounter. You've never had that experience. Maybe you've been taught your whole life that this is a bunch of phony baloney. Well, listen, I would not waste my time every night and and do this in my household and, and have my wife spend two hours of her night every night listening to me, going through this. And Sean Holmberg would not go through this with his family, and then we'd get up and go to work every day, and we'd get up and do the things we need to do every day to figure out how to take care of our families and live our lives. But people don't just do this. And if they do, they're nutballs. They're nutcases. They they have no idea what's going on. But let me tell you something. We have a passion in our heart. We're convinced that there's one true God in heaven. We're convinced that there's one true God in heaven. And there's one mediator between God and man. His name is Jesus Christ. And if you want to know God, if you want to get to heaven, if you want to have access and entrance into the presence of God, come in by the blood. Listen, open up your heart. Pray this prayer with me right now. No, seriously. Pray this prayer out loud with me right now. Say, Father God, I come to you now. And if you're real, I want to know you. I give my life to you, Lord. And I ask you to forgive me. Things in my life have not been up to par. Things in my life have not always been pleasing to you. I need forgiveness, Lord, and I need a father. So come into my life and be my father. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, come into my life and lead me and guide me. Jesus, be my Savior. Thank you for shedding your blood on a cross for me so I can have access into heaven. Thank you that heaven is my home. Thank you that my sins are forgiven. Thank you for the blood of Jesus. And thank you, God, for being my father. In Jesus' name, amen. Listen, if you prayed that prayer or one like it or even just got in and prayed a little bit of the prayer or didn't even really know what was going on, but your heart was just longing for God and longing for forgiveness and longing for the Holy Spirit to come into your heart, we believe the Lord received that prayer, accepted that prayer. And if you prayed it in faith, then listen, you're on a journey, you're opening up a door and beginning a, a start, beginning your place, or maybe you're coming back to God. 
Maybe you prayed that prayer because you knew you've been away from God and you needed to come back. Listen, God loves you, and and you need to be around spiritual people. And the way you'll learn, and the, if you go into a church, you'll judge spiritual people this way. If you're fallen, they'll restore you, and they won't kick you in your down. If you're fallen, they'll push you towards God. They'll push you to get up and pray. They'll push you to seek the face of God. They'll push you to keep going on and keep going on. And they won't cast you away because Jesus said, I will in no wise cast out. I wish that all men come to repentance and that none should perish. So listen, God is always making an opportunity saying, choose you this day who you will serve. Freely receive, freely give. Walk in an attitude of forgiveness. Walk in an attitude of love. Allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you tonight. And throughout your day and throughout your life, listen, we speak blessings over your family. We speak blessings over your children if you have them. We speak blessings over your life. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we pray the kingdom of God come and the will of God be done. We pray healing come over your body and your mind. We pray that the Lord guide your footsteps and lead you into all truth. We just ask the blessing of the Lord be upon you. In Jesus' name, amen. My name is Chris Herzog, and this is Prayer International Radio. And this has been another edition of Face to Face. Of course, usually we have Sean Holmberg in the studio, and he was out tonight. I'm sure he'll be back tomorrow, and if not, hopefully soon. And we just want to thank you for tuning in. We want to thank you for your prayers and support. If you have any questions or or need to get in touch with somebody, you can email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. That's prayerinternational at gmail.com. Or you can go to the website, www.prayerinternational.org. Listen, we we want to send our love out there tonight. We want to send our blessing out there and our prayers. We want to be your spiritual family if you need one. Know that we are praying for you and believing for the kingdom of God to come into your life. This is Prayer International Radio. And you have a blessed night. Thank you.